Good evening. I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, and this is the Beatles Multitrack Meltdown. Each week I'll be playing stripped-down, deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs, highlighting different instruments and vocals in a way that will truly amaze you. Imagine sitting in the control room at EMI Studios and having the opportunity to peel away the layers of a song, discovering new elements that you never knew existed. This is the closest you can get to that experience. So sit back, tune in, and enjoy the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. For the next two shows, we're going to get deep into the Beatles' revolutionary album, Revolver. 1966 would be the first year where the group strayed from their release schedule of two LPs of new material per year. While a collection of Beatles oldies was released in December to capitalize on the holiday market, it only included one song that hadn't been released in Britain, Larry Williams' Bad Boy. George Harrison stated in the Beatles anthology that he didn't see too much difference between Rubber Soul and Revolver. To me, they could both be like Volume 1 and Volume 2. He also mentioned that he hadn't listened to them back-to-back. Had he done this, he would have realized that they were worlds apart. Many techniques used on Revolver and the paperback writer Rain single were extremely innovative. There were tape loops, sound effects, backwards vocals and guitar, vocals fed through a Leslie speaker, heavy delay used on vocals, a horn section, a speaker being used as a microphone to record the bass, as well as a song using numerous Indian classical instruments, creating pop music's first truly Eastern-sounding recording. The 14 songs that make up the LP, along with the chart-topping single, showed a band that was nearing the end of their live career and the beginning of a studio-based identity. They would not perform any songs from the LP live and would only play the A-side of their current single, Paperback Rider, during their 1966 tours. In 1966, that alone was radical behavior. We're going to start with one of George Harrison's funkiest songs, Taxman. Taxman was such a strong track that it would be the lead song on the Revolver LP, the only time a Harrison song would start an album. We're going to give McCartney and Starr a chance to shine on Taxman, and we'll keep the guitar out until the second verse. After that, we'll be bringing in vocals, lead guitar, and percussion to give you a chance to experience the different elements that make up this phenomenal song from Revolver. Look out for the Indian-flavored guitar solo played by McCartney. Then we'll hear one of the three John Lennon songs that was left off of the U.S. version of Revolver, Dr. Robert. Although Capitol Records had been repurposing songs for American LPs from their debut album Meet the Beatles, this was the first time that an American LP had even resembled a British release. The problem was that after the three Lennon songs were removed from Revolver for use on Yesterday and Today, Lennon was left with only two cuts, one less than Harrison, and the tone of the album was changed dramatically. For this remix, we'll start with the drums and rhythm guitar, along with some light vocals. The bridge will feature the group's tight vocal harmonies, and the verse after will switch to a mix featuring vocals and lead guitar. For the second bridge, McCartney's bubbling bass line will enter, along with the harmonium. Taxman and Dr. Robert.
tax man. Yeah, I'm the tax man. Don't ask me what I want it for. Ah, ah, Mr. Wilson. If you don't want to pay some more. Harrison and the Beatles introduced the sitar to the pop and rock world via one of Rubber Soul's standout tracks, Norwegian Wood. For Revolver, George upped the ante and wrote a song originally entitled Granny Smith to showcase the beauty of Indian classical instruments. Love You Too is hailed by critics as the first song to present these non-Western sounds to a Western audience. The song is instrumentally quite dense, so we'll be playing two separate mixes. The first will focus on Harrison's vocals, acoustic guitar, and a distorted fuzz bass part that fades in and out, along with Star's tambourine and tabla played by Anil Bagwat. The second mix will also feature vocals, along with Harrison's distorted rhythm guitar and sitar, overdubbed Swarmandel, tambura, and tabla. 
Love you too. Each day just goes so fast. I turn around, it's past. You don't get time to hang a sign on me. Love me while you can. Time is so short, a new one can't be bought. But what you got means such a lot to me.
George Harrison's tour de force, I love you too. Next up, McCartney's darkest song to date and one of Lennon's favorites, For No One. Written while on holiday in Switzerland with girlfriend Jane Asher, the song was originally entitled Why Did It Die and told the story of a love gone bad. Performed by McCartney with star on drums and tambourine, the song featured a beautiful French horn solo by Alan Sybil. Once again, there are so many interesting facets to the song, we'll be hearing two separate mixes. The first begins with clavichord, rented from George Martin's Air Company, drums, and bass. During the French horn solo, we'll switch to piano, tambourine, and bass before going back to the clavichord, drums, and bass for the ending. The second mix will feature Paul's poignant vocal performance, along with a bit of bass and tambourine, for no one. Your day breaks, your mind aches You find that all her words of kindness linger on When she no longer needs you She wakes up, she makes up She takes her time and doesn't feel she has to hurry She no longer needs you And in her eyes you see nothing No sign of love behind the tears Cried for no one A love that should have lasted years You want her, you need her And yet you don't believe her When she says her love is dead You think she needs you And in her eyes you see nothing No sign of love behind the tears Cried for no one A love that should have lasted years You stay home, she goes out 
She says that long ago she knew someone, but now he's gone, she doesn't need him. Your day breaks, your mind aches. There will be times when all the things she said will fill your head. You won't forget her, and in her eyes you see nothing. No sign of love behind the tears, cried for no one. A love that should have lasted years. Welcome back to the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. The next song we're going to dissect was the first one recorded for the Revolver LP, and arguably the most avant-garde song they would release in their career besides Revolution No. 9. Tomorrow Never Knows began life with the inconspicuous working title Mark I, and the first take recorded on April 6, 1966, was quite different from the final version, which was take three. The group began by recording a loop of guitar, piano through a Leslie speaker, and percussion. After it was slowed down, McCartney and Starr added bass and drums, and Lennon, an eerie-sounding vocal, fed through a Leslie speaker as well. Although this take shows that the band, George Martin, and engineer Jeff Emmerich were breaking new ground, it was not exactly what Lennon had imagined. Take three would form the basis of the version heard on Revolver, and the faster tempo, along with the hypnotic bass and drums, created a superior track and indeed proved to be the right decision. When the session ended at 1.15, the Beatles went home with the task of creating loops for the overdub session the next day. It has been stated that each Beatle brought in a number of loops the next day, but McCartney claims that he supplied all of the loops heard on Tomorrow Never Knows. He was, after all, the Beatle that was most interested in the avant-garde music scene and had been experimenting with tape loops at home for some time. With all the contrasting stories, it's hard to know where each loop came from, but we do know that there are five of them. The first, the seagull effect, is actually McCartney laughing. The second is an orchestral chord of B-flat major. The third, a mellotron played on the flute setting. The fourth, another mellotron oscillating in 6-8 from B-flat to C on its mandolin setting. And finally, a rising scalar phrase on a sitar, recorded with heavy saturation. We're going to start this super remix session with the original loop that was recorded for take one at both its original speed as well as the slowed down speed. We'll then hear take one with the loop coming in and out so we can focus on Lennon's vocal and McCartney and Starr's rhythm section. Next, we'll hear Starr's new drum part for take three, followed by a mix of drums, bass, and vocals. Then, a fascinating glimpse at the five loops heard throughout the track. After that, a mix that highlights the phenomenal loops over the drums and bass with a bit of Lennon's vocal. The next mix is all about the tambora and organ overdubs, along with some of the loops and a soft Lennon vocal. After the break, we'll hear the guitar solo played by McCartney forwards rather than backwards, which proves that it is not simply the Taxman solo, before delving into a vocal and tambourine mix that also features the organ part and backwards guitar solo. We'll finish it off by putting it all together for the rare mono mix 11, which edits out the end of the guitar solo and has some different edits of the loops. Enjoy the Tomorrow Never Knows Super Remix. <laughs>
mind relax and float downstream It is not dying It is not dying Lay down all thoughts, surrender to the void It is shining
sounds of tomorrow never knows. To close tonight's show, we'll feature And Your Bird Can Sing, one of the three Lennon songs that was dropped from the U.S. version of the album and heard a month and a half earlier on the infamous Yesterday and Today LP in the U.S. The group recorded two versions of the song six days apart, creating two very different renditions. The first attempt was recorded on April 20th and sounded quite a lot like a bird song with Harrison's Rickenbacker 12-string to the fore. This would be the last time he would use it on a Beatles record. First we'll hear the instrumental track for this original version, followed by the laughing vocal overdub. We'll then hear a true remix starting with vocals and McCartney's lively bass before switching to drums and guitar while keeping the vocals in the mix. At the second B section we'll go back to vocals and bass before ending with the harmonized lead guitar, bass, and tambourine. We'll then revisit the final version heard on the Revolver LP. This take was much heavier and fit the sound of the Revolver LP better than its more rubber sole sounding original attempt. The harmonized lead guitars played by McCartney and Harrison were ahead of its time, paving the way to many more guitar leads of this kind in the late 60s and 70s by groups as diverse as Cream, Led Zeppelin, Steely Dan, Queen, and the Eagles. This version is a bit more of a remix with lead guitars and bass front and center along with fabulous harmony vocals by John, Paul, and George. Drums kick in on the bridge, and John's rhythm guitar takes the spotlight for the outro. One, two, three, four.
You tell me that you've got everything you want And your bird can sing but you don't get me You don't get me You can't hear me. When your bike is broken, will it bring you down? You may be awoken. I'll be round. I'll be round. <laughs> Tell me that you've had everything you want, and your bird can sing, but you don't get me. You don't get me. Don't get me. 
That's all for tonight, Beatles fans. I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, Volume 1, 1962-1963, and you've been listening to the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Join me every Sunday night, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Beatles-Arama to hear deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs. Tune in next week for Part 2 of the Revolver Sessions, and follow me on Instagram and Twitter, ShadyBearBKLYN, and like the I Want to Tell You page on Facebook. See you next week.